Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. I have to start, and you know, he's become one of my favourite dogs, King Kinlock. How amazing is he? Yes, he's an amazing dog. 51 seconds, that's quite amazing. (laughs) And he's a beautiful dog. He just, he like, you know, he obviously loves being a bridesmaid, but he just loves racing. He does. He just goes around twice a week as a rule, and you don't (laughs) have to do much with him, just take him to the track. Yep. Yep. And what um what's he like at home? Oh, he's really good at home. Like he's no trouble at all. And um he just does what he does and um he knows when he's going to the track, you have to put him <laughs> in the car early. Yep. He's excited. Once he knows that's on, um he's excited to get to the car. <laughs> and I mean, you probably in your wildest dreams would have never expected him to get to, you know, hundred and fifty eight starts and still be as consistent as what he is. No, well, you don't really realise he's drumming up that many seconds. That's until right. You, um, you're told. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel the other week when you won, when he won? You must have just been over the moon. It was quite funny, actually, because he had the seven rugs and um, when the seven went up in the frame, I actually had to take a double take and have a look at what rug he had on. <laughs> I thought, he's got that. <laughs> oh, that's unreal. And, I mean, he come forth last night, but, you know, he's in again on the weekend and, you know, he seems to um, he seems to go really well at the gardens. He does like the gardens, yes. He's done a, a lot of those 51 seconds at the gardens. <laughs> well, hopefully he doesn't run second. He can get that sixth win that we all want him to get. Yes, he actually just got beat um, half the head last Saturday. That's right, that's right. Yes. <laughs> no, he's a beautiful dog. And, I mean, you know, he's he's out of your, um, you know, your amazing producer, Queen Esther, who unfortunately, um, you know, sadly passed away. Um, I saw on your Facebook not long ago, but, you know. Last what, week, yes. Last week. What an amazing, you know, she, you know, we all knew how amazing she was on the track, but she's been a terrific little producer as well. Yeah, she has. Like today, um, one of her sons won Nation's Crown and their daughter runs second. Um, Esther's, which one was that? Esther's Heart. Yeah. <laughs> and then last <laughs> night I had um, the other brother in Gosford and he ran a really good second, uh, Nation's Rock. Yep. And Esther's Thrill, she's won her last two on the trot. So that lid is really going well. And you've, I suppose you've been really lucky, um, not lucky, but, you know, you've sort of, um, you've really tapped into an amazing bloodline, like, you know, going back to Fascinate Marina and who she produced, yes. like, you know, you must just pinch yourself sometimes and think, you know, how many good dogs have I got from, you know, these two brood bitches? I know. Well, I'd have to thank Lorraine for that because she really got into the breeding side of it and um, it's through her breed that um, I ended up with Fascinate Marina, of course. So, and she just um, threw on, you know, and it was an amazing, I had an amazing journey with those pups, you know, and I have, I've just been really blessed with um, all the dogs I've had. And tell us, um, you know, I've heard you say this story before, but, um, you know, I'd love you to tell the story of how you first got um, Fascinate Marina. 
Yes, it's, I've told this story a couple of times, but it never entered my mind to um, train greyhounds or have a greyhound or anything to do with them. Even though I used to go to the track with mum and dad and Lorraine here and there. But um, I came out of church in August 2006, it was, yep. and I just heard in my spirit, go straight to Lorraine, straight to Lorraine's. And I thought, right. So <laughs> I'm driving out there and... I was halfway there and I heard in my spirit again, I've got a surprise for you. And I said out loud, oh, well, Lorraine's generous. So <laughs> I got out to her property and I thought, oh, there's no one even here. And um, then I heard Lorraine call, I'm um, coming to the house now unless you want to look at the pups. And I thought, oh, I didn't even know she had pups. So I said, no, I'll come and look at the pups, you know. So um, there was eight little pups laying there a week old and I just happened to pick up one, and it was actually one of the two bitches in the litters. The other six were dogs. Right. And Lorraine noticed. I didn't know I'd picked up a bitch. And she said, oh, the bitches aren't quite as good as the dogs in these litters, you know. Yep. And coming from church and God says words create, I said, don't say that. She could be a champion. <laughs> and she paused and she said, oh, you can have that one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> A greyhound. And then the um, name Sammy came to my thinking. And as soon as um, I thought that, she said, oh, Joe Sam's in tonight at Gosford. And I thought, oh, well, there's a name, Sammy. And that was how I got into greyhound racing. God, that's amazing, isn't it? And you've never it looked is. back since. I know. Like from that uh, one girl, I've probably, I don't know how many dogs I've got today, probably 35 or more. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Have you got, yes. have you got any um, nice ones coming through, some youngsters? I've got, um, um, I've got um, every infrared with um, Fascinate Mary. They're about 14 months old now and oh, I've lovely. just had a couple woken in. Yep. And, yeah, I'm really excited about those. Dad used to say Fascinate Mary could be my best food bitch. Well, she hasn't been at this stage, but who knows, her last litter could be throw something amazing with Aussie infrared. That's right. He's flying at the moment, so you wouldn't know. Yes, he is. Yes, so I'm really excited about those, and I'm really excited about this litter to Barcia Bow with Queen Esther because they're just starting to um, come to their own. Like, a lot of times I've heard it before said, and I've experienced it, that my dogs take a little bit longer to come. Yep. You know, they're probably about two years old and they start firing, you know. And this litter's really going well now. I'm very thankful. No, beautiful. And, I mean, you know, you've already had, um, you know, Group 1 success back in 2016 with, with Magic Spring, who was out of Fascinate Marina. I mean, you know, I know how excited you get winning a race anywhere, but <laughs> you must have just been beside yourself that night. <laughs> well, it was quite amazing that night because um, – I didn't make one sound during the race because I think I was just in awe. I was in shock, you know, because he was in the sixth box and it was like the Red Sea part of when the lids opened because the seven went right and the um, five went left and he just got one clear run straight out. Yep. <laughs> and um, I was just, I didn't say a word. And the, uh, the cameraman behind the boxes was even saying, gee, you didn't say a word and I'm going, I'm in shock, you know. <laughs> And it was amazing because um, when they interviewed me, I said, oh, what did I, um, Tim Newbold in his um, 
when I heard it um, later, he said, Nolan Holloway will be ecstatic. And I thought, that's amazing because the first thing that I said, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> so I said the exact same word he was saying at the time. Oh, amazing. I mean, yeah, was that always your dream to, to win a group one? And then when you get it, you think, oh, I just want to do, do that again. Well, to tell the truth, it never entered my head to win a group one. <laughs> you just go to the track and win as you go and put them in the races and hope for the best. So I'd never thought, gee, I really want to win a group one. Yep. It just actually just happened. <laughs> yep. And, I mean, you know, like I said before, you know, you uh, get excited anywhere you win, but is Wentworth Park just sort of on another level for you when you win down there? Uh, Wentworth Park's been amazing to me, like Queen Esther won 17 and Magic Spring won 21 down there. Yep. Um, it was just amazing to be able to go down there every week and um, be competitive. Yep. So I'm just hoping to get another couple back there. I haven't really <laughs> got anything at the moment that's um, going down there, but I'm hoping to get back there. And, you know, for anybody that doesn't know, you know, you've got um, Lorraine Atchison, your sister, you've got... Um, Carol Eaton, you know, you, you're all so successful trainers. Do, what do you think makes, you know, all of you so successful? Was it sort of, you know, the pathway that, you know, your mum and dad paved and, you know, those sort of values and, and the, how to train dogs that they instilled in you, do you think? Oh, for sure. You know, like I remember I've got pictures of when I was knee high with greyhounds and um, we had a breaking in facility here for many years. So, of course, we used to help break the dogs in for years. So um, it just became second nature to, um, to us, I suppose, growing up with them for the, the whole of our lives. And, and for sure, we learned off mum and dad. And um, they were very successful. Dad's the only one that's had 100 starts at Wentworth Park with one dog. Oh, <laughs> so that's amazing. Oh, how do you get to 168 starts with a dog? Well, dad used to say they won't win in the kennels. <laughs> Put them around. That's it. That's so, it. And they love racing, you know. So, yeah, Dad taught us a lot and Mum taught us a lot, of course. So we did learn from our parents and that's where um, our success comes from, of course. Yep. It's, it's learned from them. And, um, you know, obviously, like you said, you've you've had a, quite a few dogs that, you know, have gone 100 starts or more. What What's the secret, I guess? You know, obviously you've got to have a bit of luck with injuries, but, you know, what's sort of your... Um, uh, I suppose your uh, philosophy is to keep them racing, you know, longer. They still love it. They're injury-free. Like, what, what do you do with them? Um, I think I feed them really well and uh, make sure they get all the vitamins and that. So um, they look well. I get them checked after every race. Yeah. And um, if they're fine, they go back in. And I think um, I don't tell them a lot unless they're coming back, but um, I just keep running them like if they, if they can run 400 they can run 400 twice a week you know I wouldn't yep. run them 500 twice a week but um just keeping them at the track and and probably the good food is a, a big thing yeah you know making sure they get really good food and that they're happy and they are happy yep <laughs> definitely happy <laughs> they are they're happy dogs <laughs> And I suppose, you know, like I said before, you know, you've got yourself, Lorraine and Carol, who, you know, are, are three of the most, um, you know, well-known and well-liked females in our industry. What sort of bit of advice could you give sort of to any, 
any female looking to to become a trainer potentially in the future? Yes, well, I think truly it's what I did when I first got into the greyhound racing, even though um, mum and dad were in it. I used to ask people a lot of questions, you know. Yep. Like if people were winning a lot of races, I'd ask them what they fed them, what they did and when they trolled them. And and I'd say to people, you, you can get stacks of information told to you and what you sift out of that for yourself is what makes you that individual trainer. So it's really like asking a lot of questions and taking on for yourself what you think would work, you know? Yep. So everybody's got different ideas, you know, and and they work for each each and every one, you know? Yep. And, and that makes them a good trainers. People think, oh, I'll do this, and other people think, well, I wouldn't do that, you know, but yep. it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. You're, you're trying to get um, that way of training where you get the results. Yep. And you were, um, you know, obviously, what are we, five, six years down the track from when the um, the proposed ban was supposed to come in. You know, you were one of the biggest advocates to get that ban overturned. Where we are today, is that sort of where you were hoping that we would be after all the work that's been put in by the industry? Oh, it's amazing where we are today. Actually, like, it's all worked together for our good. All the changes have been really good, I think, you know, especially with... Um, the, the greyhounds, you know, and how we can now adopt them out and how G-Week pay for the injuries yep. if they've sustained at the tracks and that, you know. So there's been so many good things come from this greyhound ban that uh, we'd never probably think that I'd think um, bad for trying to ban us in the first place. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'd say thank you because it's worked together for our good, actually. Yep, that's right. I was only, you know, Grand Race New South Wales just announced today that the awards are going to come back, which is great. Um, but, you know, it's it's probably where we are now is more than I could have ever imagined that we would I know, be. it's wonderful. So, yeah. It's... And truly, if the ban hadn't come on, this wouldn't have happened, you Exactly. Know? Yep, yep. So, so um, it's, it actually just turned for our good, you know. It took us to the brink, which wasn't good, but I, I did have faith that God would bring us through and we're through. Yep, no, exactly. And I suppose my last question would be what, um, you know, you've pretty much achieved everything that there is to achieve in greyhound racing. Just um, what are your sort of ambitions um, going forward? Um, I'd just like to um, breed some more litters now and, um, and like, hopefully supply some really good dogs to other people that are coming into the industry. Yep. And... Um, and help them along and help any young trainers along that want help and um, give them ideas. And as I'm saying, you know, like you can offer people the ideas and what they take on, you know, is up to them, you know. Yep. So I just hope to see a lot more young trainers come into the um, game. And I think it's such a great lifestyle for everybody, you know, like you go to the track and you mix with really lovely people and, um, it's really an outing, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then it's a bonus if you win. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, well, look, thank you so much for your time. I'll be cheering King King Lock home. I hope he can get the win this week or a oh, second. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sure he'll get one of those. So. <laughs> yes, people really like the one, but he's not the best. He's not the um, best out of the one, you know. I think yep. he'd rather a wider draw. Yeah. But anyway. Hopefully it'll go well out of the one this week. Fingers crossed. No worries. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Dimity.
You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.